Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, October 8th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. New survey shows Americans more divided than ever before. That's no shock. Despite Joe Biden's pledge to unite the country, latest polls reveal the USA is approaching civil war type division. Survey from the University of Virginia says a majority of Trump voters favor the idea of red states actually breaking away from the union. And 41% of Biden voters back a blue state secession. Eight in 10 adults say the opposite party from them is, quote, a clear and present danger to American democracy, unquote. Perhaps because of the great divide, the president's poll numbers are going down. A survey from Quinnipiac says... 38% of voters now back Mr. Biden, 38%. 53% disapprove. A majority of those surveys say the current administration is not capable of running the government, which seems to be true if you look at the facts. There is some good news, however, in America. Progress in the fight against COVID is okay. A new medication to fight COVID could hit the market by Christmas. Unlike vaccines, the pill from pharmaceutical giant Merck will be prescribed to people after contracting the virus. Research shows the drug reduces the risk of hospitalization and death by 50% for breakthrough cases and for the unvaxxed. If approved, the pills could also be given to people with other respiratory infections like the flu. Out West, Los Angeles now mandating proof of COVID vaccination at most indoor locations. The rules require documentation before entering restaurants, gyms, bars, movie theaters, shopping centers, and most other places. New York has this. Now L.A. has it. Individuals and businesses who refuse to comply could face fines of $5,000. Out of L.A.'s 10 million residents, 80% have received at least one dose of the vax. And finally, shoppers noticing shrinkflation at grocery stores. Consumers complaining about getting less than they used to when they buy anything. Cereal, paper towels, pretzels. All right, so what the manufacturers are doing is putting less in the carton for you, but you pay the same. In a moment, the folks have their say. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners sound off. Each Friday we do this. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. And by the way, if you want to follow us on Twitter, at Bill O'Reilly. First letter comes from Frank in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with school boards contemplating vocal parents as domestic terrorists. Are we approaching the straw that broke the camel's back? Well, I don't know about camels or straws, Frank, but this is going to hurt the progressive movement unlike anything we have seen. American parents, no matter what party, what ideology, most of them want to protect their children. And if there is a teacher indoctrinating their kids into things that the parents don't believe in, like critical race theory, the parents have a perfect right to object. To label those parents terrorists is one of the worst things I've ever seen. And that's what the Biden administration, through the attorney general, is doing. That is going to blow back. Wait and see. Randy, Arlington, Texas. Bill, it's hard to imagine only two of 50 Democrat senators opposing the socialist spending bill. Are the other 48 considered progressives? They're afraid, Randy. If you go up against the establishment in Congress, and the establishment is headed by Nancy Pelosi in the House and Senator Schumer in the Senate, if you go up against them and you're a Democrat, an elected Democrat, then you are likely to be denied campaign money, which is regulated by the congressional leadership. So if you want to run for re-election, and remember, House people run every two years, you need money. You go against Pelosi, that money is cut off. Same thing in the Senate. So that's why you see these block votes on insane bills like the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill. Ridiculous. Vern is in Rancho Cordova, California. No one can deny climate change. It's always been and will always be. The only debate is whether man is responsible. John Coleman, the meteorologist who started the Weather Channel, offered $1 million to anyone who could prove that man was changing the weather. He went to his death with no takers. Well, I knew John Coleman, good man. But nobody can prove why climate change is happening. It's impossible. So just this week, we learned that Antarctica has record cold. But the sane approach to this is for every human being on the planet to be environmentally aware and try to clean up their own backyard, their town. That's the way to go about it. And if we can transition to electric cars and stuff, that's good. Tim, Manhattan Beach, California. Who exactly is the media? Why do they all say the same thing? The corporate media is controlled by five major companies. The producers who put the shows on television pretty much tell their anchors and pundits what to say, and that's why it's so similar. Good letters. Keep them coming. 
I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. James Bond returns to movie theaters today. The film No Time to Die is the 25th in the franchise. Since Bond's debut back in 1962, that was Dr. No, seven actors have played him. Sean Connery, David Niven, George Lazenby, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and currently Daniel Craig. Lots of big names turned down the chance to play Bond. Liam Neeson, Clint Eastwood, Burt Reynolds, to name a few. Bond aficionados debate over who was the best British spy. Top of the list, usually Sean Connery. Here are some fun facts behind Connery's signature role. To make the actor appear more menacing in the movie Dr. No, set designers built all the furniture and props 10% smaller than normal. That did not apply to Ursula Andress. Anyway, the visual trick made Bond and his pistol appear larger than life. The makeup crew refused to let Sean Connery's baldness affect the film. The actor started losing his hair at age 21. From Goldfinger on, he is wearing a toupee. Sean's most remembered performance as Bond could be in You Only Live Twice. While the film was adapted from Ian Fleming's book, most of the story was created by a screenwriter, and that was children's author, Roald Dahl. Sean Connery is also the only actor to play the role in non-consecutive films. He was Bond for 12 years, then stepped away. He was sick of it, but he came back in 1983 for massive money in the movie Never Say Never Again. It was Connery's last time in the talks. And here's something else you might not know. Things have changed a lot since James Bond first appeared in the 1960s. Now folks are asking, has 007 gone woke? The upcoming film has no Bond girls. In the past, 75 women have been the object of the spy's affection. The new movie has the most diverse cast in franchise history. The character Miss Moneypenny now played by black English actress Naomi Harris, who does a nice job. No Time to Die will make a lot of money. It already has overseas. But the original James Bond concept? is dead. Back after this. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. 
And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.